listening to the Jisco Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from RAGBRAI. This is the podcast where we talk about bicycles just for the fun of it. There's going to be tales from all over the nation, and we're going to be joined by guests each week to talk about the social side of cycling. So come for the bikes Stay for the fun and leave with a smile. How are you doing over there? I'm doing pretty good. I'm in Iowa. Yeah. I'm in Des Moines today. And <laughs> I, I think it stopped raining for a few minutes. And, uh, oh, jeez. It, it's, it's amazing how much it's rained in this fall. And it, it's okay. You know, I'm sure the farmers need some, some rain, but not this much. And eventually it's going to stop raining. Yeah. Hey, and and to all those people out there that are that are out biking, especially those that like to do stream crossings and things like that, use your head. Be smart about yeah. it. Yeah, be safe out there. Because uh, Cedar Rapids had two kayakers that uh, uh, one they yeah. haven't found yet, and, and uh, we just don't need that happening. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing I'll point out too, there's some repairs going on. If if a trail says it's closed understand that they're they're doing some needed repairs on that trail stay off of it um off road on road no matter what so pay attention to those signs there, there's reasons why they put them up they're not just anti-bike or anything like that there's there's a reason so let's let's just be good stewards of of the trails or the off-road trails or anything like that and just pay attention when they post those things speaking of signs being posted yeah I have a project that we've been working on for years that has finally seemed to come to fruition. Uh, it involves our good friend Lisa Mormon sure. um, over, over in Dubuque County. So uh, just uh, last week, August 23rd or so, uh, the Dubuque County Board of Supervisors considered a proposal from uh, Lisa and other bicyclists that were in attendance uh, to sign a uh, countywide bike route that's going to run between Dubuque up to Balltown over to Holy Cross, uh, back in through Farley, uh, Epworth into Asbury, and then back into Dubuque. 65 miles total. Uh, you've ridden over in that area. It's beautiful. Oh, isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Is that, does it incorporate Potter's Hill is my question. No, no, it doesn't no. have Potter's Hill in there. Yeah. Boo. Sorry. Boo. But it, okay. but it, it does have the ride up to uh, uh, Balltown, which is a twelve beautiful. Grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And beautiful parts, parts of the of the state and country, right there. Yeah, um, we got a grant several years ago that we've been kind of sitting on in our reserve funds just for this opportunity, and it seems that the local folks have done really their due diligence in getting the board in line. Um, and uh, in line with what their proposal is, and the board is is uh, thinks this is a good idea. So they're uh, well, good. They're considering it. They got to do some more work uh, as far as uh, getting the county attorney to sign off, uh, getting the sheriff's department to look at it just one final time, and then I think we're going to be writing a check and having signs delivered to Dubuque County for installation. Which means just, and our friends in Oregon know this, uh, this is a scenic bikeway. This is, you can jump on this route, follow the signs, not have to have a map. You can ride it today. It's no big deal. But um, just to know where all your turns are and things like that, I think it's going to be a cool, cool opportunity for bicycling. 
Yeah, sounds great. No, good, good work there, Mark and uh, and Lisa. And uh, sometimes it, it just takes a go getter in a certain area to to make some things happen. So um, don't be shy out there if you've got a good idea or if you've got that passion. Um, sometimes things can get done and be persistent. Yeah. So as you said, it, it didn't happen overnight. It took yeah. a few years, but uh, I think I think that's going to be a great project and hopefully one that's replicated throughout the state after we see some success with this one. Absolutely. Very cool. yeah, we're pl- Very we're cool. playing the long game here, and we know Lisa won't take no for an answer. So it's just a, <laughs> just a matter of time, which is great. Good. Um, Good to hear. What else do you got going on? Anything big in your world? Well, we're, we're gearing up. Um, Interbike is right around the corner. Um, we meet with a lot of our apparel vendors and, and some of our sponsors as well. We just go out there and just, just say hello to them. But this year it's over in Reno, as we mentioned before. And really looking forward to that. It really kind of kicks off our, you know, just, just seeing the new and exciting stuff that um, we'll have our new RAGBRAI logo that will be on, on these things once we put that logo out and probably – Probably in about a month from now, we'll probably be looking at putting our, our new logo out. So cool. so that's pretty exciting. We've got Interbike right around the corner. Um, Scott and Andrea and, and myself are going out there. We'll meet with oh, a whole bunch of people in the bike industry just to kind of keep our, our you know fingers on the pulse of the bike industry. And I, I know you're going out there as well, Mark. So it's always a, a good time to go out there and uh, definitely uh, um, you know come back with some real good ideas. Yeah, we're seeking partners out there with uh, connections to some of the events that we do, and I think that's that's a, a cool opportunity to meet some folks one on one, do some chatting, and 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 make some new friends. I think that's the second important part there. Yep. So, what else is going on in your world? Well, we got a couple of events coming up. Um, draft is happening again. This time, it's the Quad Cities version. Uh, cool. We're going to be over at Ruby's Beers, Bikes, and Brats. Yeah, that's the name of the mm. place. That's awesome. Say, can you say that again real quick? Ruby's Beers, Bikes, and Brats. Hmm. Three of my favorite things. <laughs> Beers, Bikes, Brats. I don't know about Ruby's. I don't own any Ruby's, but... I assume that's the the person that owns the bike shop, brat shop, or beer shop, but sounding real good. I like it. Yeah. Sounds yeah. perfect Se- for draft. September 13th, which is coming up before we know it, so put it on your calendar. Yeah. Um, Kathy uh, Murphy here, a.k.a. Murph, and uh, Andrew Parrot, Parrot Talk, uh, mm-hmm. host that event. Um, I think they have five speakers lined up, so it should be... Should be an interesting, entertaining sort of uh, thing going on, which is great. Yeah. And is it in the Iowa side of the Quad Cities, or is it in yeah. the Illinois side? Uh, no, Davenport. You know? Davenport. It's in Davenport. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we know Davenport. Uh, I would imagine, I mean, that's one of our solid bike clubs in our state. I would imagine they'll have a slew of people out there. They they support everything, the Quad Cities Bike Club. or got good friends in that, that club, obviously. Dean and Dixon have been good friends for a long time with with those two fellas, right. um, but lots of other good good people in the the Quad Cities Bike Club. I'm sure it'll be a great turnout and a great event. Yeah, we've had to worry a little bit about space. I mean, the Quad City Bike Club can have a hundred people show up just for one of their membership meetings. So yeah, you know, a special event that that could be huge. So we're really looking yeah. forward to to the turnout cool. there. Sounds good. Um, Jingle Cross is going to be here before we know it, September 28th through the 30th. 
right around the corner. Over? Are you yeah, coming over I'll, to Iowa City for that? I'll be up for some of the racing, no doubt. I've I made every every World Cup one, so um, not going to stop me now. So I look cool. forward to going over there and seeing all the fun and excitement, and uh, hopefully uh, it'll be a little cooler than it was last last year. Yeah. Maybe yeah, not as cool as some of the previous jingle crosses have been, but um, is that how you say? Is that the plural of crosses? Crosses or cross eye <laughs> or what? What is? Cross six. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. But well, uh, yes, I'll be there. Okay, good. Um, so, if you're looking for a really interesting time and a, and a really international event, um, you can come to Jingle Cross, and and this really puts you on the front line, right next to the athletes, and and these are really the athletes, uh, the best in the world. Uh, competing for uh, the cyclocross uh, event here. Um, and you can view the course from different spots along the route. Uh, there's a wine festival, a beer festival, a pork tornadoes are playing. Uh, there's just really everything going on that weekend. So come out. Uh, it's easy to bike out there. Uh, we're running Bike Valet for that weekend, uh, storing bikes for people. Uh, so if you're looking for a good time, uh, also if you're if you're local to the area or if you're just interested and you want to participate, volunteer. It's a great opportunity to come out there and get involved. So Jingle Cross, I believe it's JingleCross2.com on the website, but just Google Jingle Cross and you'll find it. And that's an off week, I think, for the Hawks. Is that right? So don't have to worry yeah. about football traffic and all that stuff. So yeah. it should be a good time. I know uh, I think Iowa City is one of our premier sponsors here in the Just Go Bike podcast. But um, even if they weren't, I'd be telling you this is a quality event. You want to mark it on your calendars and get out there. If you participate in the races or the fun activities, there's something for everyone out there. So, yep, it's a great event coming up. Cool. Well, of course. Hey, a uh, new thing coming up. This is kind of cool. Um, this is uh, Murph's event. It's the Cedar Valley Nature Trail fundraiser bike ride weekend, um, October 13th and 14th. This is uh, a bike ride that they're doing from Cedar Rapids to Waterloo, overnighting up there and coming back on the Cedar mm. Valley Nature Trail, uh, raising funds to continue to pave that uh, pave that unpaved section. Um, so uh, it's, uh, it's a great opportunity. It's a great trail. I think a lot of people forget about that trail, you know, when they start to look at Raccoon or the High Trestle. Um, Cedar Valley Nature Trail is, is really right up there. It's one of those gems we have in the States. So keep oh, that in mind. Uh, go to Eventbrite and look up uh, Cedar Valley Nature Trail Weekend Ride, and you'll find more information about it. Good. And I think that's kind of the topic of Murph's talk today. We have a Murphology coming up right after Mark and I shut up and, and get to, to Murph's talks. But she's talking about rides that are you know, in Iowa, Wisconsin. I think she's got a little bit of New York in there. She's like all over the map, that one. So um, so it's not just, I'm sure she'll probably touch on that, that ride, but lots of fun. I mean, anyone that thinks that bike season's over, whew, you are sorely mistaken. Lots of biking left in this in this person in this calendar year, and oh, yeah. you know year year round year round. So, yeah. well, cool. I guess we should probably probably get to the show. What do you think? All right, let's just go bike. Well, 
hello, Just Go Bike Podcast listeners, aka Murph here with another exciting, or at least entertaining, episode of Just Go Bike. So several listeners have asked me about various bike rides I've been on throughout the years. So today it's just me, and I'm going to share some of my experiences on bike rides, and maybe uh, it'll get you to the point where you want to try one of these bike rides too. So on my list of states I've done bike rides in, I'm going to focus today on, let's see, New York, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and then of course my home state of Iowa. So kicking it off with New York. Let's see, I think it was back, I think it was 2014, I decided to give my brand new road bike, shout out to Gunner. I've got a couple Gunners and I love my Gunner road bike. Um, Anyway, I wanted to give my road bike a great first ride. So I took it to the Big Apple for the Five Borough Bike Tour. Um, This is a May ride that's been going on since 1977. Um, It's about 40 miles of biking. And the really cool part is that the city literally shuts down major roads and interstates. And the route takes you through the five boroughs, like Literally, you go through the five boroughs. We're talking scenic areas of New York, like Central Park and Staten Island, but then also amazing views as we rode through Queens, Brooklyn Heights, or I'm sorry, Brooklyn, Harlem, and then, of course, the Bronx. Um, The ride ends with a ferry ride and a spectacular view of the Statue of Liberty, tons and tons of photo ops, um, as well as like Manhattan as you're riding that ferry. It's just, oh, it's a great, great view. Um, this bike ride is completely free of vehicle traffic and I can't imagine the list, the, the logistics that go into closing down so many major roads. It's mind boggling. Um, there were great bands and entertainment throughout the day, as well as, uh, well-supported stops. Um, and the part that I probably didn't mention yet is 32,000 riders participate, 32,000. Um, This is definitely a recreational ride, and my experience was that I had to stay very alert to riders around me. Um, There were lots of beginners who were group riding for the first time. Um, They didn't really, you know, know the concept of slower riders to the right, faster riders to the left, Um, all different um, types of riders. Uh, I I lost count as to how many cyclists were stopped mid-road to take a picture or didn't alert anybody around them, just literally stopped to adjust something. Um, saw quite a few, uh, let's call them fender benders, if you have a fender on your bike, but bike benders, bike benders. Anyway, um, my friend Laura said it perfectly. He's like, it's a great ride to experience once, um, but it's definitely a white knuckle ride, meaning you are hovering over the brakes the whole time, really watching out. Um, but with that said, I would highly recommend uh, checking it out Um just go with the attitude of it's a recreational ride. You're not racing. Take your time. Enjoy the scenery. Um, and being able to say that you got to go to all those places um, in New York in literally one day with 32,000 potential new friends, it's it's well worth it. For me, it was well worth it. Um, oh, and the bike expo that occurs the day before was amazing. Huge. So much stuff to see and, of course, to buy if you're into that. Um One funny story I want to share about the ride. So everyone's required to wear these helmet covers and they, um, you have to wear them at all times. And, uh, that's how, you know, people know officials know, or volunteers know that you're an official registered rider. 
Um, and there's officials everywhere making sure that unregistered riders were not on the course. So uh, it was fairly early in the morning, but I saw one guy with no helmet cover being chased by officials like they were on bikes and he was on a bike. Um, and he eluded them several times. I saw him hiding behind a group of riders one time. I saw him coming out of a porta potty. So somehow he was able to elude. Um, and then later you'd see him on another hot pursuit where he'd be, you know, flying through all the traffic. Um, wasn't the smartest or the safest move. I'm not sure if he ever got caught, but it definitely made for some entertainment. Anyway, the Five Borough Bike Tour in New York. Great fun. Uh, maybe check it out. So on to Wisconsin. Um, I'd say it was 10 or so years ago, a friend of I researched and found a three-day ride that was a fundraising fundraising tour leaving from Madison. Um, it was called the AIDS Ride Wisconsin, and it's been going on strong since 2002. One of the most scenic rides I've ever done in the Midwest, um, fully supported ride that started and ended in Madison and toured low traffic roads throughout uh, southern Wisconsin. Um, they offer multiple um, different route options. We picked the three-day uh, route. Uh, each night, all the riders would pile into a school, um, eat in the cafeteria, and then sleep on the gym floor. And let me tell you, this was my first experience with that style of overnight um, stop. You know, usually I'm in a tent or a hotel or camping with a small group. Um, this was a lot of people in the gym and we each had like a yoga mat or a small, um, camp pad. So it was packed. Anyway, I was very thankful to have my headphones so I could drown out all those snoring cyclists in that gym. I'll never forget that. Anyway, the ride itself was awesome. The, the stops were fully stocked. The meals were huge. They're kind of like, a um, about anything you wanted to eat. And the ride organizers were totally on top of their game at least the year that I went. Um, you know how in Iowa, or if you have been to Iowa, we have tons of gravel roads or level B roads, but in Wisconsin, many of these same style roads are blacktop. I think it's because of dairy truck traffic. I may be wrong on that. Somebody can write in and tell me if that's true, but uh, that's my perspective on it. Anyway, it made for excellent pedaling, and I got to see rural Wisconsin at its best. Um, and don't get me started on the cheese curds. Oh my God, they were so good that they're like, real cheese curds. Um, they properly squeaked every time you bit into them and, um, you could throw them in your bike bag and, you know, have them a couple hours later. Oh my gosh, they were so good. Um, not sure if they still do this, but the year that I went, all the organizers and volunteers called us riders, uh, people pedaling by our rider number. So I'd be going up a big hill or resting on a, uh, at a table on a break and someone would say, Hey, good job, rider 86, or keep going rider 86. Don't give up 86. So it was really fun to hear, especially once I remembered that I was rider 86. I kept having to look on my, um, you know, my helmet cover or my, uh, the sticker on my bike to remember that I was rider 86. So, Anyway, so that's the AIDS Ride Wisconsin, another ride to check out, and it's still going strong. Um, I know they have their 2019 dates already set up, so check it out. On to Minnesota. The Root River Trail uh, is a place I'd like to visit at least once a year. Um, this is a 60-mile paved trail system in southern Minnesota, and again, full of great scenic views. Um, I've always camped when I go on these bike trips, um, and there's plenty of campgrounds along the trail. 
Uh, a few highlights I'd point out would be the cool waterfall in Lanesboro. Great photo op. You can go to the top of it and look down, or you can be underneath the waterfall and um, take great photos. Uh, there's fun little shelters along the trail. They look like log cabins sliced in half, um, and they're just really scenic. Um, this last time we were bagging, and so we all had chairs in our bike bags, and so we get to these little shelters and set our chairs up and just sit around and talk and say hi to the people that uh, pass by. It was really cool. Um, and then the volume of creeks and bridges. Oh, so scenic. So uh, well worth checking out. Um, I'd say, you know, it wasn't a really steep ride. There's definitely elevation, but nothing that uh, we couldn't handle on our fully loaded uh, touring bikes. Um, but also it's all paved, so you can bring any bike that you want to. Um, I would say your ride is not complete unless you stop in Whalen at the Aroma Pie Shop for a piece of pie. Um, I think I had a coconut cream pie this last trip and oh my gosh, it was amazing. Um, but keep in mind, they only stay open until the daily slices of pie are gone. So if you get there early, they have this whiteboard and it's just full of choices. But as the day goes on, the pies disappear, get sold, the list gets shorter and shorter. And I will tell you, I have arrived when there is no pie and it's, it's very sad. No pie. A moment of silence for no pie. Anyway, and if you do arrive and the line is long, it's well worth the wait. Um, also, try to grab a meal at the Old Barn Resort near Preston. Really cool um, building, great food, uh, lots to look at. Um, it is a pretty steep hill getting up to that, but well worth it. Um, and then also this last trip, we we went to the American Legion in Peterson, and that was a really good stop. The bartender was awesome. We played the jukebox, we ate, we played cards. It was really, really fun. Great stop. Um, so the Root River Trail actually goes through nine communities. So if you go, uh, make a weekend of it, do some exploring, check out all the communities, really, really nice place to go. So on to Iowa. All right, listeners, uh, my home state is Iowa. Um, I'm going to assume most of you know about RAGBRAI, the Register's annual great bike ride across Iowa, which is the oldest and longest bicycle tour. Uh, each year it starts on the west side of the state, ends at the mighty Mississippi. Um, I personally started doing RAGBRAI in 1996 and have yet to miss a year. Um, it's the best of all bike tours in my opinion, and I look forward to each year. Um, regardless of where the route is. Every year the route's different, but for me, I'm going to go anyway. If there's elevation, I'm going to train harder. If it's raining, I'll bring a rain jacket. If it's gold, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, I started out riding. My first couple years were on a mountain bike with big knobby tires, and over the years, I've definitely learned uh, to be better and smarter um, so that I can enjoy the week and um, really, you can do RAGBRAI on about any sort of bicycle um, with the proper training and, you know, making sure that you're healthy enough to do it. But um, a shout out to Team Stiff, who I biked with for many, many years. And uh, we have a bus and we, you know, stored our bikes on the top and um, pretty much had all our luggage within the bus and on a trailer. It was, oh, it was, it was a great time. I spent a lot of years with that team. Um, and also a shout out to my sweet BWB who brought an RV this past year for RAGBRAI along with a driver. So let me tell you, that's bike touring in style when you have a shower and air conditioning just waiting wherever you decide to stop your bike. So 
uh, that was great. I was very uh, happy to be part of that. Um, so one funny story about RAGBRAI um, that you may have a similar experience, I'm not sure, but it was probably about 15 or so years ago. I'm riding with two other gals. Uh, we had stayed up way too late the night before, so we were late getting going that morning, which meant we were pretty far behind, probably, you know, I don't know, we could probably only see a few riders ahead of us, a few riders behind us um, on the route. So we were uh, we were <laughs> pretty much alone. Um, so we're riding three wide, we're going real slow, we're chatting about just anything and everything. And so from behind us, these three guys come flying past us. Uh, and the lead guy yells, hey, nice riding, ladies, keep it up. And then they kept going, they zoomed on by. And so then we're like, uh, we couldn't decide if that was meant as encouragement or if they were knocking how slow we were going. And so we got into this discussion of, you know, hey, should we be mad or should we be honored or what what was going on here? Um, and as we're discussing it, uh, a vehicle pulls up next to us and it was a news van with a cameraman hanging out the back window and a lady with the microphone uh, hanging out the other window, and they slow down, and the lady says, hey, so what did uh, Lance Armstrong say to you? And we're like, what? That was Lance Armstrong? And we were totally shocked, and then we were excited, and um, you know, the, the van quickly drove off to chase Lance, and we got so excited about our brush with fame, like, hey, yeah, we, we know Lance Armstrong, or, you know, which, of course, we don't, but um, it's kind of like that game of Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, where Almost any actor can be linked back to Kevin Bacon within six acquaintance links, you know, like, so Kevin Bacon was in this movie, and he was with this actor who was with this actor in this movie, and blah, blah, um, We kind of, you know, like, thought about it like that, like, hey, now we're one degree from Lance, so, so now, listeners, you know, I don't know Lance, but he complimented how slow and steady our pedaling style was, so I'm going to say that I'm one degree from Lance Armstrong. So consider yourself two degrees from Lance Armstrong. But um, Although on a side note, I met Kevin Bacon and uh, have the picture of him and I to prove it. So I guess I don't need six degrees to link him. I, you know, of course he, he would not remember me, but uh, that's a side note. Anyway, so a couple other great Iowa bike rides worth mentioning are Pigtails and Bacoon. Uh, both are events, the Iowa Bike Coalition and Ragbri put on along with the Blue Bacon, Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival. Um, we talk about both of these rides quite a bit on this podcast, but Pigtails is in May, and it's a great bike ride for women, a great social ride, full of entertainment, good food, and of course, fun. Um, the Bacon ride is in June, and it's uh, real similar to a day of Ragbri. Over 2,000 registered riders attend. Um, this one-day event, tons of stops. Um, there are usually bacon-focused stops. Um, both of these rides are trail rides. They're well-supported, and proceeds go from the ride go to great causes. So um, if you haven't experienced either, uh, Google Pigtails Ride and Bacon Ride to get more info. Well, I think I have plenty of other rides to tell you about, but I think I'll um, end it with those. So uh, hopefully you can, you know, take a look, uh, get on the World Wide Web, um, Google Pigtails and ba Pigtails Ride, Google uh, Bacon Ride, uh, Five Borough Tour, Bike Tour, um, Ragbri, of course, and the Root River Trail has an amazing website. So, 
Well, I think that's enough for today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you have an idea for the Just Go Bike podcast, email us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com. And listeners, I leave you with this quote from the unwritten book of morphology. This anonymous quote is, when in doubt, mumble. When in trouble, delegate. Think about it. Well, hey, we've come to the end of another edition of the Just Go Bike podcast. Appreciate you tuning in again each and every week. You get to listen to the sultry voice of Mark Wyatt and TJ Jeskowitz from Ragbri. And if that's not enough, you get some great interviews along the way. So you should be subscribing to this podcast. You know, we're worth every penny that you pay for this podcast. Oh, it is free. Oh, yeah. So, yes, we, we are worth that. And... All you have to do is just go into SoundCloud or Stitcher or Google Play or iTunes and, and plug in Just Go Bike, and then you get that little beep each and every week that says, hey, there's a new podcast available. And if you want to keep up with what's happening in the in the Midwest, Iowa, throughout the globe, as far as the fun side of cycling, make sure you tune in. And um, this podcast could not be possible without some great sponsors. And I know we already mentioned Think Iowa City and the Iowa City Coralville Convention Visitor Bureau, but... Who else we got out there, Mark, that's been involved in this podcast? Yeah, besides Think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities, we're also working with Bikes to You, one of the best bike shops in Ragbright Charters right out of Grinnell, Iowa. And then finally, Primal Wear. If you're looking for custom bike jerseys, shorts, and accessories, look no further than Primal Wear. Give them a call and get your order ready for the next bike spring. We shouldn't say bike season. We should say bike spring, shouldn't we? Hmm. That sounds good. Yeah. Or, bike spring. Yeah. Get gear for bike winter, bike spring, bike, bike winter. summer, bike fall. It just never ends. Hmm. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. <laughs> That's an old Carpenter song, isn't it? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't James know. Taylor. I don't know. It's one of those <laughs> one of those ballads that your parents would make you listen to in the car or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. growing up. Anyway, anyway, it's not what you're pounding out if you're like in the basement on the trainer, you're not putting that song on. Okay. So you're you're putting on some kid rock or some Metallica. So Okay, well, we have another show under our belt. You know, Mark, I was looking at the calendar and we're we're kind of past eighty. We're coming up we're coming up on episode a hundred that'll be sometime at, at the turn of the calendar. Yeah. And so we might have to do a fun event that'll celebrate our 100th podcast. So we'll probably have to keep that in mind as we start planning out some things coming up. Because I know January is usually a pretty good date on the on the bike calendar for, for our groups, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot going on in January. So it'd be easy to tuck something in there. Maybe a live, mm. maybe a live version of just maybe just a live version of Parrot Talk. How about that? Who who knows? I bet we can have some fun with it. We put our heads together. I'm sure we can come up with a f- something fun, exciting, new, fresh, whatever. So I'm sure Andrea will squawk at us later and tell us what's going on with that. But well, we might be able to have some fun leading up to the ride announcement party and the expo. Well, cool. Well, thanks, folks, for tuning in. Mark, I don't know if you got any words of wisdom. Um to, to lead leave us with but um I, i'm just excited about all the things that are coming down the pike i mean just we turn the calendar to september and we have to 
you know, it takes 20 minutes to just get through the events that are happening in our state. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the direction that cycling's heading and new and exciting things like in Dubuque and boy, there's lots going on. So any words to leave us with as we, as we part the end of this podcast? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to repeat it. Let's not just say bike season. Let's just say bike fall. We're going into a bike fall, bike winter, bike spring, bike summer. There's no end to this season. Just go bike. Well, bike fall doesn't sound too good, though. So <laughs> how about bike autumn? Bike autumn. Maybe. Okay. I'll, I'll take bike go. autumn. Yep. Bike vernal equinox <laughs> do we have? Uh, I don't know. It bike fall doesn't sound real good. It doesn't matter. Just go bike. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.